Welcome to Community Pulse from Environmental Design Group, highlighting the transformations happening in our communities and celebrating the leaders making them happen. Tammy Naguki, her EDG co-host and their special guest, reveal insights that are driving our communities forward, right now on Community Pulse. Welcome everyone to the EDG Community Pulse podcast. My name is Tammy Naguki. I'm with Environmental Design Group and I am joined today by my guest, uh, Mayor Tito Brown from the city of Youngstown, and my co-host, Ed Lazowski, also of Environmental Design Group. Welcome, everyone. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Thanks for joining us. A uh, quick introduction of uh, the mayor. Uh, mayor Brown was elected the 51st mayor of the city of Youngstown in 2017, formerly the chief deputy treasurer overseeing day-to-day operations of the Mahoning County Treasurer's Office. The mayor also served as the director of the Human Relations Commission for the city of Youngstown. The mayor has been a community organizer for Youngstown State University Urban and Regional Studies Department and a caseworker for the Mahoning County Children's Services Board. His community involvement includes positions on the board of directors for Mahoning Valley Sanitation District as secretary of WIC Neighborhoods Incorporated and as chairman of the Mahoning Youngstown Community Action Partners. Mayor Brown previously served the residents of Youngstown as president of council, as third war city councilman, and as member of the Youngstown City School Board. Tito Brown is married to Lynette Seafrost Brown. They have four children, Aaron, Camille, Clarissa, and Quentin. He and his family are members of Union Baptist Church of Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, Mayor Brown earned his bachelor's and his master's degrees from Youngstown State University and is a lifelong resident of Youngstown in the Third Ward. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So happy you could join us today. Glad to be here. Well, welcome, Mayor Mayor Brown, to uh, Community Pulse, uh, EDG's podcast. Uh, thank you for taking the trek from Youngstown out to Akron. In the rain. That's in the it. rain, in the yeah. Rain. As, as you know, I'm, I lived in Youngstown my whole life, went mm-hmm. to YSU like you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked for the city of Youngstown as an engineer for a while. So uh, we have a lot of common interests together. We both that's love it. the same town. That's it. You know, so that's pretty cool. Awesome. We are glad to have you here today. And we're um, anxious to hear a little bit more about your accomplishments over the past few years and hoping that you can tell our listeners about those initiatives and why were they so important to the city of Youngstown. You know, one of the things I always say is that, you know, when I when I came into the office of being the mayor of the city of Youngstown, I didn't get a playbook. No one handed me a playbook and say, hey, we're on page 66. When you get to page 80, you know, re, 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 uh, do your playbook again. So I had to come in uh, under some difficult times. You know, when the first year we uh, in 2018, we faced a two point two million dollar deficit and wow. 2019 was a one point four million dollar deficit. But for the last four budget cycles, we've ended in the black and now we're in the surplus. And I think that's just one of the, the things that I put a, a, a dynamic team together. Uh, always I'm, I'm smart enough to know what I don't know. And I find people who who are smarter than me to be in the room. And we, we came together. And, and one of the things we started focusing on not buying what we what we wanted, we bought what we needed. Yeah. And that that was the, the key piece for us. So um, that that probably was just kind of, you know, trial by fire. Um, but we signed up for it. Uh, the problem, what I think, what we realized is that there was uh, some spending happens to happen in 2017 that I inherited. Mm-hmm. Um, probably from May until December of 2017, there was you know spending of of water wastewater funds. 
they're hiring uh, 20 plus, you know, people with FTEs. So I had to bring in a special auditor to look through the books to try to get us aligned and, and kind of what we did with this staff reductions through attrition and resignations. Um, so in retirement. So we we really made sure that we're uh, kind of making sure we right size our workforce and get it you know in the right order. And I think we're right now still providing a great service to the citizens. And that's that's the number one goal for us. Awesome. So uh, I'd like to talk to you about your plan for the future of Youngstown. What are those next initiatives and why are they so important to you? You know, one of the things that is probably on everyone's right mind right now is uh, the pandemic. You know, the COVID-19, if you you talk to people, they want to kind of they want to forget about 2020. You know, it's almost like 2020 was a blur to us. But one of the the first things that we I want to make sure that we come out of this pandemic where we're we're not just surviving, that we're thriving. um, But we have to not only um, physically uh, and emotionally, but we got to make sure that now individuals have a home for the mortgage, their rent, small business can can really start um, operating again. But also we need to make sure that those individuals who uh, prior to the pandemic had a job and now if they, they, they lost their job or their job shut down, now we need to re- help them retool. So workforce development is another piece mm-hmm. that, that's tied to this, that we want to make sure they're job trained, job ready and have job access. So there's a combination. But, you know, going forward, coming through this pandemic, making sure workforce development is there um, is critical for us. But the other piece, I, I, we, we know the times that we live in, that we want to make sure we're we're right there with the 21st century policing and safety of the citizens are first. And we, we've made a, um, a very uh, good leadership pledge that this year we're going to go to body camps in the city of Youngstown. And that's, that's one of our number one goals. And, and it, it's amazing. You get the, the police will tell you that they want the body cams because sure. they can show you, you know, the, the things that they, they encounter daily in their day-to-day operations. So uh, we're looking at the pandemic uh, we're looking at workforce development, and then we're looking at the safety of the citizens are, are my main three pieces that we're working on going forward. Yeah, you mentioned um, you know, some of your earlier challenges included, the, obviously, the budget and uh, financial issues. What were some of those other challenges you faced early on as mayor? <laughs> well, you know what? The, one of the things I learned early on is that um, people didn't want to come do business in the city of Youngstown. Um, because there was this perception or the reality is that you had to pay somebody, you had to know somebody yeah. if you wanted to do business in the city of Youngstown. And I, I spent a, a good deal of my time building relationships with individuals that we didn't have relationships with. And then those that we had relationships, I had to strengthen the relationships. And that was just, you know, with our cities and our townships that surrounded us because we didn't play well in the sandbox. We were the, the big kid, the big bully. And that's not how you get things done, you know. And one of the other things that I ha- I really had to do was uh, realize that just because I'm I'm a Democrat, I had to have friends on the other side of the aisle that can help me. Um, and we've we've been very adamant about you know only day that I'm partisan is that it's on Sunday, you know. If you're going against the Chicago Bears, <laughs> oh, no. then then I'm, I'm partisan. But any other day, I, I have to be bipartisan. And one of the goals I realized that if you want to help the citizens of Youngstown. If you want to benefit the citizens, that's that's the only thing that I, that, that I, I worry about. Um, and I think, you know, my first year in office, I got invited to the State of the Union um, by by a Republican senator and a Republican president. Nice. And someone said, are you going to go? I said, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, put that on my bucket list. Wasn't yeah. on my bucket list. I put that on my bucket <laughs> list. You know, the State yeah. of the Union uh, with a, seni- a sitting uh, Republican senator. You know, so. 
I like that you mentioned relationship building. I mean, you've obviously lived in Youngstown your whole life, so a lot of those relationships were already formed. But, um, you know, as we grow as people and more people move into our communities, that that becomes a greater need for expanding that circle, I would imagine. Yeah. And culture, culture awareness is big. Yeah. You know, learning other cultures and, you know, you, it's, it's, you can't be such a, in such a bubble. And that's why I, I spend a lot of my time best practice, learning other communities, other cities, and how I, I was asked, well, let's find out what other cities are doing. This can't be the first time that this issue has ever come across a mayor's desk or a chief of staff desk, and, and that's how we, we learn. Do you have an example of that? <sighs> Tough Toledo. Question. Oh, my to- hometown. Toledo, Ohio. And we, we are, we're working on getting a, a grocery store in our community. We don't have a, we don't, we don't have a full-scale grocery store. I'll, I'll, t- I'll say that. And that's where you got the butcher and you got the different brands. And there's a there's a, there, here's a here's a choice mm-hmm. um, there we do. Ha- we 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 actually we actually have other grocers in, in the community. And I, I rode by here and you have some as, as well in your community. But Toledo had a model where they 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 moved to. It was about the health and they partner with their uh, ProMedica, I believe mm-hmm. it's yep. um, medical to make sure that it was all about the health. So we we took a bus trip to Toledo to, to a tour to figure out how they're doing um, this, this, you know, this whole grocery store with the health in a neighborhood that, that truly needed it. But the zip code of that neighborhood was pretty unhealthy. So it was the balance. So those, that's probably one of my first, I mean, there's many that I, I, I have, you know, the, the, the Ohio Mayor's Alliance. I, I'm on the call with um, the top seven mayors across Ohio, and I listen and write notes every day because they're many of them are, are seasoned veterans, and I, I I learn from them. But Toledo's probably my my first year. That's I, I figure out who's doing it. Went by to see uh, Mayor Kapsikavich and his team, yeah. and we're still trying to use that model to get philanthropic, the three P's, to be a part of mm-hmm. um, helping us out. That's great. Mm-hmm. So obviously the COVID pandemic has caused quite a disruption in all of our communities. Can you tell us the details of the impact for Youngstown and how you were able to guide your community through it? You know, the, the once once we realized that COVID-19 was 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 real and, 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 and really happening in our community, uh, we put together a COVID team and it, it consisted of my staff um, from various departments. But we we collected a department that we knew that would be impacted. It was housing. It was the fire chief. It was the health commissioner. My chief of staff, our police chief. So we we kind of you know of all of my cabinet, I didn't I didn't have to pull all of them together. So we put a team together, and some of we were the first uh, in the the county, one of the first cities in the county to really start restricting access to public public space. All city owned buildings, we 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 limited access to the public because we knew that the spread would happen from just congregate just touch and um, moving about then we went on to um, really we started remote home we started you know one of the things we, we made sure that if they could work from home I, we, we talked to IT technology I got introduced to zoom and and it was it was a <laughs> matter of yeah it was it was it was a matter of time before um, we were on the call with a gov- the governor every day um, with his staff and his team and the governor actually appointed me to the minority um, task force oh, nice. um, to really focus on minority health because we realized that the minority community was the most vulnerable. And our team was, was really in, engaged and active to make sure that those who needed testing at the time, yeah. remember when testing came, that yep. was a big thing. You can't find a test. Right. You couldn't get a test. And then we, we wanted to make sure those who are most vulnerable and the most essential workers. And let me say the essential workers um, were phenomenal. But they still had to get on the bus to get to work, to interact with people, to make sure that we had 
groceries on our on our, our shelves. Also make sure that the essential things we needed in life. Um, so we worked with the governor's office to make sure those who needed a test. And now we're making sure that those who need um, the vaccination are getting it. Uh, we just um, actually introduced the governor just had a second trip to our, our community because we um, what we call MVOC is our um, minority vaccin- vaccination community action group. And we're we're providing a one stop shop for individuals who if you, you know, mom wants to go, she needs a ride. It's like almost Uber style mm-hmm. from door to, from from your your door to the, the vaccination center. We wait for you and we take you back home. Oh, nice. So Super. those are some of the things that we, you know, for the last year that, you know, a lot of things had to be put aside. And people say, well, why didn't you do this? You know, I had someone yesterday. I was on a podcast and we, we're, we're out now doing hot spots for safety and crime for people to report crime. The young lady said, well, why are you doing it this year? Why didn't you do it last year? I say, we were in the middle of a global pandemic. And, you know, it's kind of like 2020 is like they, you put it aside. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. So isn't it amazing to look back on and think, think about all the things we did accomplish in 2020 uh, despite the pandemic? Oh, I, I mean, you look at the technology. I, I, I can honestly say that I, I now have, you know, I can do a conference you know, in my conference room before. All right. Who, what time are you going to come? You know, yeah. I'll get you parking. And we our mind was so different. But yeah. this kind of opened our, our eyes to a lot of other options that we have now. Right. And even now we're online for if you want a job for the city of Youngstown, civil services online. Um, we we've instituted a C click fix, a three one one system. So now you, you can see something you click, you fix it. Um, that's just be something I had on my 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 mayor's bucket list. It. And, it, and it, it came across my desk is that's, you know, now we're touchless, you know, so citizens don't have to, you know, call in yeah. technology, technology, technology. Wow. Yeah, we have uh, a ton of uh, leaders that join our podcast. And obviously adding your name to the list has been uh, something we were hoping to do. And I, I think it's really cool that you mentioned early on about how you surrounded yourself with people who are smarter than you, you know, mm-hmm. really bringing that collaborative effort to your position. Um we have a lot of up-and-coming leaders that are listening to our podcast that try to get advice and tips from from other <laughs> leaders. What would you What would you offer in the way of um, advice to emerging leaders? You know, one of the things is don't. First of all, I tell anyone who wants to be a leader, don't take yourself too serious. You know, it's always you got to have a, a little laughter every now and again. And my staff will tell you, you know, my favorite line is, "I like a little foolishness every now and again." Yeah. Um, but but remain true to who you are. You you have to. You know, don't forget where you come from or how you got there. You know, when you we read my bio, a lot of those jobs, I never knew that they would have such an impact right. on my day to day operations as mayor. Right. You know, from children's service to um, civil service, you know, from the Human Relations Commission, community organizing at the city um, and then the county treasurer, all of those combined pieces. Um, so when you when you have a job, no matter how far back or how little the job you might think you're going to it's going to help you and it grows your character. So always appreciate those jobs. Um, I can honestly tell you some of my best summer jobs. Um, I have some of my best constituents as mayor now because they were I worked a summer job. They remember me working a summer job. And it's right. like I remember that kid. So um, take those job duties and responsibilities, no matter how small or how big. And make sure you you put them in your toolbox, right? Because eventually, someday you're going to need them. When I when I get the citizens who call, and it's it's a mental health issue. Well, my master's degree is in clinical counseling. Not thinking I'll bring that out. You know, we not open a session, but it helps me understand where their mindsets are. Yeah, that's great advice. I I hope my kids are listening right now. <laughs> you heard that, guys? So, with the election on Tuesday, is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners? 
And is there a place they can go to learn more about the city of Youngstown and your plans for the future? You know, one of the things, let me let me do this before I forget, because mm-hmm. my, my son and my kids, uh, my, my kids will say, Dad, you forgot to tell them where to go. It's MayorTitoBrown.com. Um, you can get more information or info at MayorTitoBrown.com to get information about me. You know, the, one of the things I, I, I really want the, the voters to understand is that um, for the last three years, um, we've really been, um, we've come a long way. We, we've come a long way from through the city of Youngstown, but we have so much more work to do. And I, I think we're at a, a tipping point right now. You know, when you have a, a sitting sitting mayor who, who's taken the last three years, four months, you know, 28 days to actually build relationships with the president, presidential candidate, Joe Biden. And, and when my when I had that sit down or stand up, we were standing next to each other. You know, the one thing he said, well, mayor, what do you need? I, I say, you know. I said, Mr. President-elect, I need you not to forget places like Youngstown, Ohio. And he says, Mayor, mayors will have a seat at the table. Now, I can honestly tell you, I thought he was talking about he's just going to invite me to D.C., <laughs> you know, get a tour of the White House. I was I was I was happy with that, not realizing that those that he's going to put in place in his cabinet are our former mayors. And I just was on a call uh, with Marty Walsh, who is the uh, secretary of labor. And then Marsha Fudge, the former mm-hmm. mayor of Cleveland. Um, I have a, a, a personal connection with her and, and her cell phone number. So the two things that we need in this community, we need labor, we need jobs, and we need affordable housing that I already have connections with. And, and I always say, I tell, you know, build upon what you have, um, and we can't afford to go back to the ills of the past. And what I'm looking for is a, a future to continue to make an impact and the, the generations come. You know, we have the $88.6 million that's coming from ARP funding. That's a legacy opportunity for us. Oh, yeah. And the best thing that I believe that the vendor cater and their endorsement said to the, to the citizens that says we can't change right now leadership because we've had a leadership through the global pandemic. But also now we have the eighty eight point six million dollars. So you need to stick with leadership that's tried and true through a deficit, through a pandemic. And yet I'm at a surplus and now we're looking forward. So that's what I want the voters to think about when they go on May 4th to vote Jamel Tito Brown. That's inspiring. And I, I hear in your voice a little bit of optimism, too. And, you know, I, I, when I look at the future of our area and Northeast Ohio in general, um, try to look for those silver linings mm-hmm. out of the pandemic. And it mm-hmm. sounds like you're doing the same thing for Youngstown. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I have one last question. Uh, last couple of weeks or so, you and I getting to know each other a little bit. And uh, one of you know, you're very easy to talk to and very personable. And I think that's the best part about you is, is you know, I met you as mayor and now I know you as Tito. Yeah. So what would be like one thing that you'd want your listeners to know about you that, that they don't know about you? That's, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I, I, there's there's being what what makes me cool. There's several things, but just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> maybe maybe just a short list. Yeah, I, give, I give you the short. You know, you know why? I think, you know, I tell anybody the reason I'm so personable is I'm, I'm an only child and I had to learn different different styles of kick the can kickball if I wanted to play with kids in other neighborhoods and yep. and I think through that I've taken that that whole attitude you know I you know no sense of me meeting a stranger because they may want to pick me up and you know have me play on their team so that's just how I operate just building relationships um, that's being the only child and, and then I'm a father of twins that that that's a blessing Ooh. that you've you yeah. can never change so 
um, I, I just had to put that in there for my girls when they hear the podcast. <laughs> yeah. They'll appreciate yeah, that for they sure. Will. Yeah. They will. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you for joining us today, Mayor. We've enjoyed having this conversation, and I certainly hope our voters will show up for you on Tuesday. And uh, the best of luck in this re-election campaign. Me too, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.